There is such a thing as false spirits, I'm quite sure you all know. False prophets, I'm quite sure you all know. Right? One and the same. Say one and the same. A false prophet is also likened unto a lying spirit. We worship you, Lord, in spirit and truth, 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 we worship you, Lord. Destroying the lying spirit working against you is what I titled tonight. Destroying the lying spirit working against you. It's working against some of you and you don't even know it. But we're going to destroy it tonight. First, we got to recognize it. And then we're going to destroy it, right? Amen? Can you serve God anywhere? No. Not fully. It, does God have a perfect will in your life? Okay. So if God tells you to be at a certain place and you go somewhere else, are you serving God faithfully and, and is it God's will? No. Will God understand? He understands everything. But will he accept that as a perfect sacrifice? No. We have to be the church that's not only on fire when we are in a sanctuary, but we are on fire internally and wanting and willing to walk in the fullness of His Word in complete obedience. I can't tell you how many times this whole concept comes up of, oh, I can serve God anywhere. No. God has a specific plan and a specific purpose for you. So can you walk in compromise and not be affected? Obviously, no. Ungodly agreements lead to destruction. So you can be destroyed by a false spirit, also known as a lying spirit. There is such a thing as false spirits, I'm quite sure you all know. False prophets, I'm quite sure you all know. Right? One and the same. Say one and the same. A false prophet is also likened unto a lying spirit. And I'm going to prove it to you in the Word in a moment. Allow a lying spirit to deceive, to entice, and to persuade someone who is bent on going and doing their own will. Second Chronicles 18, verses 20 through 22. I want to read this portion first, and then we're going to go, we're going to back up. It says, then a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade. That means to deceive. That means to entice. So a spirit came forward and stood before the Lord and said, I will persuade him. The Lord said to him, in what way? And so he said, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouths of all his prophets. Say, false prophets. And the Lord said, you shall persuade him and also prevail, go out and do so. God gave it permission. Therefore, look, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouths of these prophets, false, false prophets, that is, of yours. And the Lord has declared disaster against you. We get so consumed in God is love, God is love in a culture that only wants to talk about the fact that God is love, and they forget that God is not only love, but he's just. And there is a right and there is a wrong way, right? 
So number one, there is no safety in numbers. I don't care how great, how big the size of your army is, there is no safety in numbers at all. The will of God should be our focus. The king of Israel gathered 400 so-called prophets to inquire of them, and they all gave the same wrong prophecy. They all said, go, go, go. God's going to deliver this land into your hands. Surely you could go. Surely you could serve God anywhere. When somebody tells you that, run. I've lived this out. Like I said, I don't preach anything that I haven't actually lived out myself. Is God everywhere? Absolutely. Is God with you everywhere? Of course. Joshua 1.9, he says, I'm with you everywhere you go. Of course he's with you. But being in the will of God is a whole nother story. Being in the perfect will of God is a whole nother story, right? Did he not call Abram to a specific place? Yes. He called Moses to a specific place. He called Elijah. He told Joseph and Mary where to go before the birth of Jesus and where to go after the birth of Jesus. It was very specific, right? It's important that we hear the specific word of God. Right? Either we believe Jeremiah 29, 11, or we don't. Right? Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the thoughts that I think towards you, saith the Lord. Right? Thoughts, he says, to give you peace, not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And the King James Version says, an expected end. There is an expected end. It's not just happenstance. There is a future God has for each one of us. There is a purpose. God has for each and every one of us, but we need to hear him and follow him in order to walk in that purpose. So now we're going to start at the beginning of chapter 18, 2 Chronicles 18. And I'm going to read verse, starting with verse 1. Jehoshaphat had riches and honor in abundance, and by marriage he allied himself with Ahab. You guys remember wicked king Ahab? After some years he went down to visit Ahab in Samaria, and Ahab killed sheep and oxen in abundance for him and the people who were with him and persuaded him to go up with him to Ramoth Gilead. And so Ahab, king of Israel, said to Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, will you go with me against Ramoth Gilead? And he answered him and he said, I am as you are and my people are as your people. We will be with you in the war. What fellowship has light with darkness, first of all? We see two kings right here in an ungodly alliance. Ahab asks Jehoshaphat to go with him in a battle. And at first, Jehoshaphat quickly says yes. But the very next verse you see, he's already, he's already questioning that. He's already showing signs of, of being stirred in his heart that, oops, maybe that wasn't the answer. Maybe I should have not answered so quickly. Unfortunately, he does nothing about it. Let's read verse four through, verses 4 through 8. So Jehoshaphat said to the king of Israel, please inquire for the word of the Lord today. He already said yes, but now he says, wait a minute, would you go and inquire? Would you go and inquire? Would you, let's go make sure, right? And so the king of Israel gathered the, the prophets together, 400 men, 400 prophets, and said to them, shall we go to war against Ramoth Gilead, or shall I refrain? And so these 400 prophets all said, go up. They all said the same thing. 
God will deliver it into the king's hand. He's going to deliver that land into your hand. He says, go ahead, go on up. Jehoshaphat, that the Spirit of God was stirring on the inside of him, he says, is there still not a prophet of the Lord here that we may inquire of him? You know that was the Spirit of the Lord because 400 people said yes. But yet he's, wait, is there, is there not one more? Is there not one more? God was stirring on the inside of him at that very moment. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, well, there is one man by whom we may inquire of the Lord, but I hate him. Because he never prophesies good concerning me and always evil. Well, maybe Ahab, that's all he can prophesy over you in truth. Right? And so Jehoshaphat says, let not the king say such things. And the king of Israel called one of his officers and he said, bring Micaiah, the son of Imla, quickly. So he goes and he gets this one prophet, Micaiah, that always prophesies against what wicked King Ahab desires. You don't just prophesy what you think somebody wants to hear or you're a false prophet if you're even a prophet. Prophet, prophet, prophecy. Two different things, don't get them confused. We can all prophesy, you're not all prophets. Prophet is an office. Prophecy, everybody can prophesy. But even just in prophesying, you need to be so yielded to the spirit of the living God that what you say is coming forth from the heart of God and not flesh. These 400 men were all prophesying from their flesh. None of them got it right. That's why I said there's no strength in numbers. There's no safety in numbers. I don't care how big the size of your army is. We're going to trust in the name of the Lord our God. Because with Christ is victory and it's the majority, right? So let's jump down to verse 11. And it says, and all the prophets prophesied, so saying, go up, go to Ramoth and prosper, for the Lord will deliver it into the king's hand. They all said the same thing. Then the messenger who had gone to call Micaiah spoke to him and he said, now listen to the words of the prophets with one accord to encourage the king. Therefore, please let your words be like one of them and speak encouragement. Right there you see the manipulation. Oh, okay, well, make sure that your words are encouraging. Make sure that you're going to align with what's already been said. Who are you? Move out of the way, Jack, because you're in the way of the will of God. You don't say that. You don't manipulate people when they're under the unction of the Holy Spirit. This was a true prophet. And someone had the nerve to come up to him and tell him, make sure that you prophesy according to everybody else and their word. How wicked is wicked. That's pretty bad. But even if they were to say that, you stand your ground and you let the Spirit of God speak to you. Say, we train ourselves to listen to Holy Spirit and to be obedient to Him first and foremost, not man. So Micaiah said, as the Lord lives, whatever my God says, that I will speak. And then he came to the king. And the king said to him, Micaiah, shall we go to war against Ramoth or shall I refrain? 
And he says, go and prosper. He's like, oh, really? Two can play this game. You're going to tell me what I need to say? Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you what you want to hear. Not. So he says, go and prosper, and, you sh and they shall be delivered into your hand. And the king said to him, how many times shall I make you swear that you tell me nothing but the truth in the name of the Lord? He knew. He's like, this guy only says what is bad, but really bad was good. And here's, here's when he starts to speak, and he gives him the word of the Lord. He says, I saw all of Israel scattered on the mountains as sheep that have no shepherd. And the Lord said, these have no master. Let each return to his house in peace. And the king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, did I not tell you that he would not prophesy good concerning me but evil? Then Micaiah said, therefore, hear the word of the Lord. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne and all the host of heaven sitting at the right hand and his left. And the Lord said, who will, pers who will persuade Ahab, king of Israel, to go up that he may fall at Ramoth? So one spoke in this manner and the other spoke in that manner. And then we'll repeat what we already read. Then the spirit of the Lord the spirit came forward before the Lord and said, I will persuade. Remember, deceive and entice him. And the Lord said to him, in what way? And he said, I will go out and I will be a lying spirit in the mouths of, of his prophets. And the Lord said, you shall persuade him and also prevail. Go out and do so. Therefore, look, the Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouths of these prophets of yours. And the Lord has declared disaster against you. The Lord has put a lying spirit in the mouths of these false prophets of yours. Where's your allegiance? See, because prophesying, you know, to be wise, they became as fools. Talks about in Romans 1.22. Let's make this very clear. God is not the father of lies. The devil is, right? But people were bent on going their own way. They were bent on hearing their own will. Right? And so God permitted an evil spirit to accomplish what Satan is always intent on doing. It's important that we understand the depths of what's really going on and understand, understand spiritual warfare because there are all forms of deception that tries to come against a child of God that is not paying attention or has not been taught. So last week I brought forth this a message on the spirit of Delilah. Spirit of Delilah is mm -hmm, spirit of Delilah is bound to entice you into compromise so that it can destroy you. Right? If you don't if you haven't heard that you can go to you can go to our YouTube or you can go to my Win and listen watch and listen to it. Once you are in compromise, Church of God, it is easy at that point in time for a lying spirit to come and present itself and literally deceive you. Okay? You don't need to be afraid of a lying spirit to deceive you unless there's already compromise in your life. Because we know that God is good and we know that he is able to keep us and to save us from all kinds of disasters and, and lies and deception. But if there's already compromise in your life, that spirit will present itself. Was there not compromise in Ahab's life? Obviously, right? If you know the story at all, you know it's beyond compromise, right? So once you're in compromise then at that point it is easy for a lying spirit to come and to deceive many and many will fall 
because it's the majority of people that it that will say that will go along with it right so many may encourage you and tell you oh you're doing the right thing you're doing the right thing they'll prophesy over you here's the word I got from God here's a, here's a prophetic word let every false prophetic word fall to the ground and bear no fruit let every word that has ever been spoken over your life that came from flesh right now utterly be destroyed and dropped to the ground now. We don't want those words. You don't want those words. Words that were laced with flesh and enticed by a demon, no thank you. When you've settled for compromise, you won't easily discern the lying spirit. So, no, you can't serve God anywhere. Church, that's a lie. It's a deception. You know, it'll get you far off course, and many adversities follow that. And not just for you, but for your family. For your family. So our children are so affected in a good way because of where we are at. And it would have been different had we not obeyed God. Your children are also being affected by your decisions. Every single one of us, we are what we do, what we decide. If it's not in the perfect will of God, it will come at a cost to you and to your family. That's why it's so important that you do God's will and not what you think is His will. So stop listening to the so-called prophets and know who the real prophets are. At the beginning of this month, I received an email, and this email had two links, two different prophets uh, saying some things that they said were going to happen this month. That was my response when I got it, too. The one who sent me the email said, this is what the prophets are saying. This is the person who doesn't know what What a bunch of hogwash. So they both said similar things. One went to the extent of saying this. In the month of October, the month that we're in, we only have a couple days left, people. In the month of October, that there's going to be such wickedness, such devastation, that we as believers need to stay in our house for at least two days. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. I know, I'm like, you've got to be kidding me right now. And who's listening to this, and you're calling this, this is what the prophets are saying? You mean the false prophets? You mean the ones that you don't want to follow? Anyway, stop following people and look to God. Right? But we need to keep our eyes on Jesus first and foremost. And I tell you all the time, don't just take what I say. Make sure that you take that before the Lord and be a Berean. Study it. Ask God to show you. You're going to have all kinds of opposition that comes against you. You know, you're going to take what I say, but don't just take it at face. You need to go to the And so with this ridiculous prophecy, now, I'm not saying that could never happen. I just knew my spirit wasn't God. I just knew my spirit was absolutely not God. And so I, I just, you know, I shut that email, and I said, Lord, I'm going to watch. I'm going to wait. I'm not going to do anything with it. But I'm like, I'm going to wait. We've got a couple days left. So far, as far as I know, no one has stayed locked up into their house for at least two days because wickedness has been so wicked in the month of October. Here's my point. Please don't just listen to somebody just because they call themselves a prophet. Or somebody else calls themselves a prophet. 
prophet. There are many self-appointed prophets. Amen. I was grieved in my spirit because of his deception. And the church runs after these words. That's why I pray that every false prophet and every false prophecy in your life fall to the ground and bear your fruit. You don't want to just receive anything that anybody says over you and take it to be as God's word. If it's not. So lying, lying spirit, here, here's a news alert. Lying spirits do speak through self-appointed false prophets. So stop falling. Jesus. So we will be ridiculed, you know, pressured. And I think if we were all to be honest and, and speak on this, we will be ridiculed and are by our very own families. They don't understand. Well, you have to experience the love of God, the radical, radical love of God to really understand what's going on. But will you stand?
to be held 